الحمد لله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن أراد الآخرة وسعى لها سعيها وهو مؤمن فأولئك كان سعيهم مشكورا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور ونعمل به فليس لله حاجة في يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم And such a great occasion, such an auspicious occasion, such a golden opportunity, it is meant to become a life-changing moment in a Muslim's life. This requires obviously that very advanced person should be focused, person should be bringing the correct mindset, being ready to to receive the Mubarak month and apply himself in a way that he achieves what he calls him for. So in this regard, this ayat of the Quran is very pertinent to us. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala says, Man arad al-akhirata wa sa'alaha sa'yaha wa huwa mu'min fa ulaika ta'ana sa'yuhum mashkuran. Ayat is in its general sense and meaning the person who will intend to gain the forgiveness of Allah Taala, gain the love of Allah Taala, gain the bounty of Allah Taala in their after, gain judgment, and then together with that, he doesn't just make an intention and then go to sleep, but together with the intention, or and then he takes the correct effort. He makes the effort that is required for that kind of aspiration. A person wants to acquire a profit in order to, he wants to acquire some income in order to run his day-to-day, fulfill his needs, to cover his day-to-day expenses. So he goes to work for about half an hour in a day and he earns five rand. So nobody can say that he didn't make an effort. But that effort wasn't proportionate to what he was trying to achieve. He has expenses for 10,000 rand and he's earning 5 rand a day. So he's making an effort, but that effort is not proportionate to what his expenses are. So likewise, the intention needs to achieve jannah. The intention is to gain the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. The intention is to have that sukoon and tranquility in dunya and to gain direct access to gender without having to go through any difficulties. This is a very, very high aspiration. And this high aspiration requires a proportionate effort. Allah Ta'ala is saying that the person who makes this proportionate effort, he has the intention and he makes the proportionate effort, and obviously the foundation of it all is Iman, Mahu If he has the foundation of Iman, then he makes the correct intention, and he makes a proportionate effort, then Allah Ta'ala is most, Allah Ta'ala appreciates the effort of a person, he is most appreciative, 
And then despite the fact that he's dancing, we put earth on the land and fix up the states, Allah will forgive him. But the question is now that we need to reflect in the light of this ayat, and the month of Ramadan that is approaching, to start off with, Allah will say, Muhammad Arad al that there is a genuine and a definite intention, there is a determination. What is our determination for the month of Ramadan? Do we even have any intention? And what am I going to try to achieve in this Mubarak month? So this is the first step of having within our hearts, we have some determined intention. What is the determined intention that we are supposed to have? The month of Ramadan has come and gone in our lives many, many times, depending on our age, maybe in somebody's life 20 times, in somebody 30 times, somebody 50 times. But the month of Ramadan came with a specific objective. And the same objective will soon be this year also, if Allah will give us the topic and keep us alive to see the Mubarak month. The objective is what Allah Allah has itself described that. This month of Ramadan has been given to us, the fasting has been prescribed for us, Sahaja Kuntasapun. So let me try a taqwa. This is the objective. Have we already made an intention in our hearts? Have we made a determination within ourselves? That this is something that I need to achieve in this Mubarak month. Fasting is indeed our fast. That's compulsory, no doubt saying. Tarawih Shara, obviously, I'm going to Tarawih Shara. Without the Quran Sharif, the month of Ramadan is the month of the Quran. Shahr Ramadan is the king of the Quran. Allah Ta'ala reveals the Quran Sharif in the month of Ramadan. And all the increased rewards multiplied 70 times every farm. Every nothing multiplies the reward of one farm. All this is the bonus which inshallah we will try to achieve the maximum. All this goes without saying. But have we made an intention, have we determined within ourselves that I need to achieve taqwa in this month? This is what Allah has blessed us. Blessed this month with us. Given us this month as a blessing for this wealth of taqwa. This is the step one. The intention. The determination. That I need to get this. A person goes to work morning to evening, he works hard, he is buying, he is studying, and he is speaking to the customers, he is putting the goods on the shelves, he is advertising, and all the things that are necessary he is doing. But all that is not the objective. All that is not the objective. The objective is at the end of the month he will see the problems. At the end of the month when he does the hikab kitab and he does the accounting, then he will see how much he earns. So the report card of Ramadan is what the main thing, the top the first line of the report card and which really determines whether a person passed or failed as far as Ramadan is concerned is how much of taqwa has he implied. Now what is this taqwa all about is something we need to understand so that we even make some intention with it. A person knows what the profit, he knows what money means, so he makes an intention to earn the profit. So likewise, what is taqwa? We heard the word, we probably used it. Every year, Ramadan comes and goes, we hear the talks, and the whole month, inshallah, we keep hearing about it. So, the understanding of taqwa is something which 
This lady coming last minute, last thing, first hour in the masjid. I've got time for my friends. I've got time for my business. I've got time to sit down and do things which are totally futile. I've got time for everything else. But I've got time for my Allah. I'll come last and leave first. And that will be up down, keep the ground and back to down. That will be the speed in which I'll perform the salah. And on top of that, I will still regard myself as being very fine because I came four times in the world. In the masjid. The fifth time, at least I came four times. MashaAllah, children. That is really far away from Taqwa. Taqwa is the relationship with Allah. What is going to please by Allah? Namaz time, Salah time, I will drop everything before time to start preparing for the Salah. Because I have a relationship with Allah. He is my creator. He is my sustainer and nourisher. He is the one who is keeping me with all his bounties and drenched in all his nehmas and bounties every moment. Am I just going to be just having a dry relationship? No, Taqwa is his relationship. All the time the Banda and the servant of Allah is concerned, what is going to please my Allah? Just as he has to do what Allah wants him to do, likewise he will now refrain from what Allah is just pleased with. There are two things which he can feed his wife with government. Obviously both are halal. But there's something she prefers and something she doesn't prefer. So my idea is relationship, both are halal, but he's still trying to present that which he is happy with. And there are certain things which are halal and certain things which are haram. Allah Ta'ala detests which is haram. Yet we don't have that relationship with Allah Ta'ala, then at least let me stay away from the haram. But this is a taqwa you all about. Totally giving up all the haram. Giving up looking at haram. Giving up listening to haram. Thinking of haram. Going to haram places. Indulging in things that are forbidden in Sharia and Deen, this is a fundamental part of Taqwa. Giving up sin. And developing this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Now this is when we started off from one Arad al-Akhirah. That the person who has this intention, he has now made a determined intention, I need this Taqwa. I need to develop this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. When the Quran is traveling, he's out in the desert and he passes by a shepherd. And the shepherd is there with his whole flock of goats. So this was a customary thing, it was something which was the norm that travelers passed by, people would give them to drink the milk of the goats. Even the shepherd generally or many a times would have the permission to give some of the milk. According to the Quran, they are traveling. Can we have some milk? This person responded and said that I don't need a shepherd. I'm not the owner. And I don't have permission to give anybody anything. And Umar al was very impressed with this reply. That this is a person out in the desert, far away from where all the learning and teaching is taking place in Madinah Munawara, where a person all the time getting the reminder of being getting this advice that takes him closer to Allah because he's out in the desert, he doesn't have this opportunity. And despite that, this consciousness of Allah is a very good thing. But he just wanted to test a little bit more that how deep water is this person in. He just wanted to really see that is there 
what it appears to be on the surface is also inside. Sometimes the surface is, mashallah, very, very dripping and glamorous. The surface is a picture of actual fire. Alhamdulillah, that's also required. That the external self also be what is according to the way of Rasulullah. But what is outside in terms of the good things will also be inside. And vice versa. If there's good inside, it will reflect outside. It cannot mean that there's good inside and bad reflects outside. But it can be that there's good outside but it's missing inside. What Allah wants from us is that the both inner and outer self, everything is the way every person has taught us to have it. So in any case, the Ruma Kiram also wants to just test and see that what is beneath the surface. So he told him, look, I've got a very good proposition for you. The good proposition that I have for you is testing him now. He said, look, you sell me one gold. You sell it to me, I will buy it, I'll give you the money, I'll have the gold, you'll have the money. So now I will have the gold, so on the journey, I will have the benefit of having it milk, and you'll have the money, so the money you pocket it. And your master, when you're going to go back, you going to count that you went with the example, you went out of 50, you came back with 49, what happened to the one? So when the simple answer is, this is not something uncommon, it happens from time to time. Or you say to him, the wolf came and attacked one goat, and they got devoured it. That's how one goat got lost. We lost one goat, and we came back to 49 instead of 50. So now this is a simple shepherd out in the desert, and he is being told something which outwardly has a lot of monetary benefit for him. But what is his continuous reply? One is the person has a lot of time to sit around and think about something. But when there's something spontaneous, the spontaneous reply can only come from the heart. The spontaneous reply, if it is vulgar words, there's an issue, there's some problem, there's some dispute. And now the person is responding spontaneously. And the spontaneous response is vulgarity, then this is the spoon that is dishing out what is in the pot. The heart is the pot and the tongue is the spoon. So now what is in the pot, the spoon is dishing out. So there's vulgarity in the heart, the vulgarity coming on the tongue. So the spontaneous response brings out what is in the heart. If there's good in the heart, the good comes out. If there's good in the heart, then even in an issue also, of course, we say, look, let's just be taking it easy, let's turn Allah Let's make sure we don't go say anything that Allah will be displeased And if there's something else in the heart, that will come out. So in any case, the Prophet now asked him to put this proposition forward to him, that you take this, you keep it, and I'll have the boat. The master decided the roof came with eight one water. What is his spontaneous response? He starts saying, Fa'ayn Allah. Do not have any pocket it. My master is not here to see what's going on. But is Allah Ta'ala not away? Is Allah Ta'ala not away what's going on? Is Allah Ta'ala not watching and seeing? Can I hide from Allah Ta'ala? Fa'ayn Allah. Is Allah Ta'ala not watching? Allah Ta'ala not away. Now this is what this month of Ramadan comes for us. To develop this fa'in Allah in our hearts. And when a person is alone in a room and now he has that phone and that internet or whatever in front of him and he thinks nobody else is there and his heart shouts out fa'in Allah. 
المليون يظهر في عمر كافيين ويعلم كل ما تفعلون الوطني يهيد الريكوري والفاتين عدنا وصو وشي انتظام وشي الحق شو صوت بكتير فأين الله This is the intention to make. The start of this is the intention. To make the determined intention that I will acquire this by aim of Allah. By the time the month of Ramadan leaves, I shall be conscious of Allah to an extent. It's just as I am conscious that somebody is standing in front of me, my father, my ustaz, my parents, somebody else is standing in front of me, I give up so many around in front of them. Because I'm conscious of the person's presence. So likewise, if nobody is around, but I am conscious of Allah's presence. Allah is there. Allah is watching. Allah is with me. This is the intention to make. This is what I want to acquire from the Ramadan. And the person who makes the intention, that's step one. If the person makes the intention, Allah is able to do it for him. Now the person is alone in Rome, Fa'in Allah. He's being tempted to look at Haram. Fa'in Allah. He's alive. Allah is not aware. He is being tempted to continue sleeping at the time of Fajr. And to be neglectful of the Salah, Zohar, and Asr. And to be involved in all the entertainment and murder in Isha. Allah forgot sometimes the month of Ramadan comes from when the entertainment comes from. Then how is this Fa'in Allah going to be acquired? So now this taqwa requires that a person develops his faith in Allah. Allah that I do, with my relationship with my house. That the worldly that fall out, hayyam al-salah, hayyam al-salah, I'm not going to go to the house of my Allah. Somebody invites me to one braai and let me go find it. The worldly of my Allah has called me to the masjid and I cannot go. Because I'm too lazy to go to the masjid. I've got other occupations to do. Now it's more important for me to be in my business. No, if the Sahih of Allah has developed in the heart, then a person will leave everything for under the call of the Muslim. And he presents himself in the Muslim and the house of Allah. Now, this is the Mubarak one that is coming for. Now, to make this intention, that I need to do this, I need to acquire this, I need to acquire this Sahih I need to acquire this Sahih of Allah. And then, together with the intention, intention is the first step. Now, the proportionate effort. The proportionate effort would be now in the month of Ramadan and already from now. So already it makes sincere tawbah from all the things that are barriers between us and Allah. All the harm, all the sins, all the evils. To remove those aspects of those devices and whatever else is making us fall in that foot and taking us towards that foot of Jannah. That garden of his just slightly distracted, one bird comes and starts fluttering in the leaves, and he's performing Nazir Salah, and his concentration is slightly distracted. In Nazir Salah, his concentration was slightly distracted because of a bird fluttering in the sea of the water. He said, Now this became this came between me and Allah, I can't keep this anymore. He gave it away in Salah. And that device which makes us fall repeatedly in haram to shamelessly look at that which Allah has forbidden and still that is something we can't part with, then our relationship with Allah is still something that we have to work on very hard. And time for that relationship to be built, we are all on borrowed time. 
Otherwise, all these things will become major barriers to the day of Qiyamah. Person has taken one dharit, a small portion of a dirham, which amounts to over example a few rands. Wrongly taken a few rands of somebody in the dunya, 500 of it except the salah will be given away in the day of Qiyamah. So, his muamalat and his dealings to make that in order. Then our muasharat, our social life, how we are dealing and interacting with people, our parents, our spouses, our brothers and children, uh, sisters, our children, our family members, our neighbors, all this is part of being, and very integral part of being. That is also part of the taqwa, and our love and character. What is our character all about? Do we have that compassion, that kindness, that sabr, that tolerance, and that hymn, that tolerance, and thereafter all the various other qualities, that generosity, the forgiving nature, and taqwa, tawakkul, and trust in yaqeen and conviction in the promises of Allah and then ridding ourselves of pride, of arrogance, of mindfulness, of jealousy, of malice, this is all part of taqwa, of akhlaq, all this entire aspect of all the aspects of life put together bring about this taqwa. And this is what this Mubarak was about. The starting point is Muhammad Arab al-Akhir. The first point is that intention. That determined intention that I need to acquire this. I want to acquire it. And then I'm going to make the proportionate effort to acquire it. And I will sacrifice whatever comes in the way. And I will remove from my life all those things that become buried in the Allah because I need to build this relationship with my wife. May Allah give us all the coffee. That we become the true and obedient servants of Allah. We become the true muttaqeen and people who have the wealth of taqwa and those who have the true relationship with Him.